At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number two of the nightcap coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here. We're hanging out on a Friday night, June the 17th. Stanley Cup final game two between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Colorado Avalanche tomorrow night in Denver. And to help us get ready for that game and to preview said contest, we bring in Nate Lundy of Mile High Sports out there in Denver. Nate, we appreciate you joining us this evening. Before we turn our attention to game two, I kind of want to get some of your thoughts on game number one there. Now that we've had a couple days to kind of digest it and go over what happened, the 4-3 overtime victory for the Avs there, what do you think we can take away from game one that will translate and go forward into game two? Well, I think one of the first things, guys, that we're going to um, that we're going to take away is a recognition of the fact that you don't see that version of Andre Vasilevsky very often. Um, you know, the Avalanche did exactly what they really needed to do, which was, you know, take advantage of a game that he started off a little bit slow, allowed those three goals over the course of the first 15 shots that he saw. And then he started to tighten up a little bit. And I think we saw that uh, reflected in the fact that the scoring slowed down 
as period two and period three went by. So obviously the Avs took advantage of what they had to do against Vasilevsky, but I'm not necessarily surprised by the fact that Colorado was able to do that to him, despite the fact that he's the best goaltender in the NHL. If you take his career splits, guys, against every team in the National Hockey League, his lowest save percentage is an 877 career against any team. And that team is Colorado. So they are a squad that over the course of the games that they have played him in his career, where he only has a one, three and two record now against Colorado, they've always given him fits. Nate, uh, going back to game one on Wednesday night, uh, 38 to 23 SOG shots on goal advantage for the Avs. And look, uh, we've seen Tampa Bay at least a little bit in these playoffs. I think especially they did it against the Rangers where they kind of go in their shell. They pay the price defensively, block shots. I think they were leading the on the entire Stanley Cup playoffs for block shots. And then Vasilevsky, you know, usually can make those stops. Didn't really make them, especially in the first period in game one. Do you expect that Tampa Bay is kind of going to play that same defensive style? Because they went up and down. Look, they played two really good offensive teams, Toronto and Florida in the first and second round, respectively. We're able to go down up the ice with them, but I don't know if they can do that with the Avs. So do you think they're going to continue to do what they did in terms of absorbing the pressure and then just trying to get them on a counterattack? Well, yeah, and we're not just absorbing pressure. They're obviously absorbing the puck. You talked yes. about the block shots, and that is what Tampa likes to do. And, and look, Colorado is going to continue to pepper him with shots as much as possible. One of the things that changes, I think, uh, compared to Toronto, compared to Florida, compared to the Eastern Conference Finals with the Rangers is uh, when you look at the Colorado Avalanche, one of the things that you will see within the Avs, we can talk about Miko Rantanen, we can talk about Kale McCarr and Nathan McKinnon and Gabriel Landeskog, but there are few names on that entire roster, lines one through four, that don't have the ability to score on you. This team is extremely well put together. They all have an offensive mind in some form or fashion. Yes, it is led by Rantanen and by McKinnon and by Landis Goggin, of course, Kale McCarr, who is the odds-on favorite to be the Conn Smythe Trophy winner. But this team is so deep that I think one of the challenges that Tampa's going to have is that you can send that strong defensive line out there to try to slow down a top line like they did against the Rangers or like they did against Florida. The problem with Colorado is they keep coming at you because there is so much depth and general manager Joe Sackick went out and made some moves prior to the season as well as at the trade deadline to add even more to that and to give them some more physicality so when you see a guy like Arturi Lekkanen when you see Anthony Cogliano when you see all of these guys that have added into the depth all it does is make it that much harder for Tampa. That is a fantastic team. There is a reason that they are the two-time defending cup champions. But Colorado brings an offensive mindset that Tampa just has not seen through the first three rounds. Yeah, we're speaking with Nate Lundy of Mile High Sports there. And that's the thing. It's, I think you brought up a great point because a lot of times in analyzing this series, we've talked about, well, Colorado has never seen a goalie like Andre Vasilevsky, but... Also, this Tampa Bay defense has not seen the waves in which Colorado is able to come there with their offensive tack there. Uh, someone who intrigues me from a player prop standpoint is Nathan McKinnon. We saw him with an assist in game one, didn't score there. But right now at DraftKings, his anytime goal score prop is at plus 110, first score plus 950 there. Would you entertain McKinnon getting on the score sheet here in game number two? 
And actually, on my podcast that I did this morning on Fade the Noise, I actually said that that was one of my early picks that I was looking at for Saturday was for Mac to be able to get that anytime goal. He's obviously got some of the lowest uh, uh, odds that you're going to get, the be- the lowest payday you're going to get of any of the players because he is somebody that is just known for his scoring, uh, which is why you're only getting it at a plus 110. But I think you could look at it as a first goal scorer as well. The only challenge that I've got with that particular bet is the fact that it, it happened. Colorado scored first, obviously, in game one. But if you go back to the series against St. Louis, you go back to uh, the series that they played against Edmonton. Frequently, Colorado was allowing their opponent to score first, even at home. And then they would start to recover and they would move forward. Obviously, Avs fans are hoping that that's not the case and they do score first. I do really like McKinnon there. The other prop that I like, and yes, you're going to pay some juice on this one and you may want to parlay it with something else. um, But his shots on goal right now is sitting at four and a half. And that's consistently where it has been over the course of the playoffs. And if you go back and look at his game logs, everything from round one against Nashville all the way through Edmonton and on into game one on Wednesday where he had five shots on goal. He is hitting the over on that mark over and over and over again. So you are going to pay some juice. You might want to parlay it with something to try to get yourself into positive territory. But even when he's not scoring, as you pointed out, he only had the assist on Wednesday. He is still taking those shots, and that's just how he's wired. Nate, uh, going forward through this series, uh, Nazim Kadri did do some light puck handling uh, yesterday, was on the ice, uh, this time with the stick, actually yesterday for the first time. I know him and Andrew Cagliano, the key penalty killer for the Avs, day-to-day at this standpoint, when do you expect to see these guys back? Well, I'll, let's start with Cogliano. Let me work backwards. I actually think we may see Cogliano tomorrow night. If you look at some of the just general reports, the guys that were at Skate Around um, that have seen him practicing as they get ready for game two, there are a lot of folks that have said that they would be surprised if he doesn't play. So the indications are from everybody just from the eye test there at practice. They think Cogliano is close to coming back. The challenge with Kadri is obviously he injured the thumb. He had to have the work done on it. If he were someone that were not not as much of an offensive-minded player. In fact, if if Kadri were actually a little more like Cogliano, Mm -hmm. he might be able to rush himself back a little bit. But Nazem Kadri is an offensive threat. He is a big offensive threat for for this team. And that's not something that you can can achieve and hide that type of an injury with the thumb. So I think he is still a game or two away if we see him in this this Stanley Cup final. I don't think it's going to be till game three, maybe even game four and that's purely me speculating however Cogliano I believe including my reporters that were there from Mile High Sports at the skate around that you were talking about they have all kind of said yeah man it really looks like he's going to play so I think he'll be back for game two tomorrow night it's interesting I'm looking at the series prices here Nate right now the Colorado's minus 285 on the series price Tampa Bay plus 230 total games right now plus 475 for this to be a sweep in favor of the Avs of course Five games will be plus 240, seven games plus 230, but the favorite outcome is six games at plus 225. Do you see this being a long series, or maybe could Colorado overwhelm this Tampa Bay Lightning team? Well, I I don't think they can overwhelm them just because I know that even though I I gave you the stats when we first started chatting about the game, I talked about how Vasilevsky's save percentage is the worst against the Avs as it is against any team in the NHL. 
but he's still Andre Vasilevsky at the end of the day. <laughs> and uh, so I think that, uh, frankly, I think uh, uh, betting on the sweep is a sucker bet. I any I don't believe that that Colorado is going to be able to overwhelm this Lightning team four games in a row, especially when it goes back to Florida. And in fact, I think Tampa is going to give them all they can handle tomorrow night at Ball Arena here in Denver. So I, I think a sweep is not likely. I made the prediction before the series even started. I said I was taking the Abs in seven. That one I got um, at, at a plus 410 uh, at that time for the series to go 4-3 in favor of the Abs. Um, I do think that the fact that Florida got knocked out, which was the only team that the Avalanche would have lost home ice advantage to because of the point total, um, I think having that home ice in this particular um, postseason, we have seen that teams can win on each other's ice. We know that that's the case. Uh, you know, the Avalanche at this point have not lost a road game in this playoff, so we know they can do it. But this is a different beast against Tampa. Vasilevsky's too good. Hedman, Stamkos, Kucherov, all of those guys, really strong players. I don't believe that they're going to allow the Avalanche to sweep them, especially when they get back to Florida. So I am still sticking by my guns, guys. I'm still saying that this is a series that's going to go seven. These are the two teams that so many people wanted to see in the final Mm -hmm. that are hockey fans. You take the two-time champions against the team that has been the odds-on favorite to hoist the cup since before the season started. Everybody had a spotlight on the Avalanche, and now it's a chance for Colorado to step up and show what they can do. Nate, got about a minute to go here. Total tom- uh, for uh, tomorrow night is at six, pretty much across the board. Someplace juicy over, a couple juicy under, including right here at Circus Sports. Uh, the recent trend, at least when the road team loses game one of the cup finals and game number two, and this goes back, I believe, to the mi- early, the mid-2000s, one ten and one to the under in the next yep. game. So do you expect <laughs> that Tampa Bay... You know, not wanting to really go up-tempo with the Colorado Avalanche. You know, a lot of puck handling at the blue line and basically just a lot of puck movement here. Do you like the over or the under tomorrow night? Um, I like the under, guys. And, in fact, I kind of like a little same-game parlay that I put together earlier today, again, on the podcast. I actually took Tampa plus one-and-a-half, and I paired that together with under six-and-a-half. I got the hook mm-hmm. involved and got away from that flat six. Uh, And when I put that together earlier today, if I'm remembering right, I got it right about plus 155, plus 160. So I think this is going to be another tight game, maybe not overtime, but I do think it's going to be under. And look for Tampa to go back to what they were doing against the Rangers, which is clog up the neutral zone and try to slow down Colorado on those rushes into the zone. Five seconds. You think Colorado uh, goes up 2-0 or does Tampa even this thing up? I'm going to take Colorado 2-0, but it wouldn't surprise me, guys, if it isn't 2-2 by the time it comes back from Florida. Wow, that would be quite the series there. He is Nate Lundy of Mile High Sports. Nate, we appreciate you joining us, and all the best going forward. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Nate. All right, we will break down Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final on the other side. This is the Nightcap on VCD Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Draft like no other. Wine like no other. Play free during the PGA Tour with the Mayomi Dare to Play Unrivaled Golf Series. Enter five free contests to take your shot at a share of $25,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Mayomi now to join the action. Mayomi, flavor forward. 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details and also drink responsibly. Welcome back. This is the Nightcap. Coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Bebfe alongside Wes Reynolds. Um, I wish you guys could have seen what was going on during the break there. We were having uh, – uh, Wes is very dialed into the WWE, as is our yes. producer Aaron Oster. I was dialed in way back when, so I still know some of the Back the when, when it used to be better. Yeah, the, the, the Attitude Era is when I was dialed in. And, and this was not on the rundown, but hell with it. We're going to go with it anyway. Um, <laughs> it's Vin- Friday night. What's that? It's hell? Friday night. Vince McMahon, uh, if you've been reading the news, all the stuff that's been going on with him and whatnot, but uh, just the fact that he still comes out to his theme song, No Chance in Hell. At 76 me, years of at age, 76 by the way. 76 years of age. It's, I mean, he's on like all sorts of steroids at this point. Yeah. Like, well, well, you saw the muscle and fitness cover. I mean, and, and, and he gets his gym time. Uh, there was a, a widely publicized interview earlier this year that was done by Vince McMahon. He rarely does those. And... You know, he mentioned, they asked him, when do you go work out? It goes about 1.30 in the morning. Wow. The, the man's it's, a psycho. Yeah, that's In, that's in, 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 many, in many, many ways. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's still, I guess, apparently in charge of the creative, even though he has technically stepped down as CEO and his daughter, Stephanie, who was just took a leave of absence from the company two weeks ago, and they kind of buried her out the door that she wasn't getting enough sponsorship for the <laughs> company, and yet she's back at CEO. What a business is what I always say about the wrestling business. Uh, No matter how many corporate people are involved in it, it's still a carny business. (laughs) The corporation. Versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. Those are the back in the day. Yes. Man. That's how that's, we were living good back then, man. The Monday Night Wars and Monday Night Raw, that was always a fun time. Uh, let's get back onto the ice, though. The Stanley Cup final. We just had Nate Lundy of Mile High Sports join us in the last segment. We're breaking things down there. He likes Colorado to win, but he would not be surprised if we were tied up after four games. So he mm-hmm. thinks Colorado goes up 2 0, mm-hmm. but he thinks Tampa Bay can hold serve at the Amelie Arena in games three and four to make this a best of three series. When you look at the prices here in the market right now, Colorado minus 150 on the money line, Tampa Bay plus 130. The total is sitting at six, juice to the over at DraftKings. But where we sit here at Circa, it's juice to the under. It's pretty much a flat six across the board everywhere else in the market here. But what is your initial read when you see the side and the total? Yeah, obviously for the side in game one, I was hoping for the lightning. That didn't get there because I wanted to come in on Colorado in the series. And I do like Colorado in the series. I think if you want to bet that, Colorado in six, Colorado in seven, because mm-hmm. I agree with Nate Lundy. I don't think this is going to be a sweep. 
I don't think this is going to be five games. I wouldn't be surprised if it came back to Denver 2-2. You know, if Colorado winning the first two at home, Tampa Bay winning both down there at the uh, old Ice Palace, the Amelie Arena. I still like to call it the Ice Palace. That just <laughs> sounds cooler. But, yeah, you'd be looking at Colorado 4-2, a little bit under $4. 4-3 to would be plus 450. I would bet correct score at this standpoint. I did not get what I wanted to do in the series. Obviously, I'm not going to lay the abs at a little bit less than $3 here. I wanted to maybe get a little plus money if Tampa Mm -hmm. Bay would have won the first game. But uh, in terms of the side, I do lean Tampa Bay. I have not bet that yet. But one thing I know I think I am going to bet is the under. And we touched upon that briefly with Nate Lundy at the end of the last segment. And let me recap this trend that I that I had spotted. I'll give credit. Ralph Michaels at Cal Sports LV yep. actually had this. He always uh, has a lot of trends. No, he has some good ones. And yeah. and really, what I always say about trends: don't make them your friends, make them your acquaintances. But at least pay attention to them when there's logic involved. Don't just do like, okay, they're 27 and 15 on artificial turf <laughs> in the month of October yeah. or something. Not, not not random. Like this one actually makes sense when you look at it. And this is in the Stanley Cup Finals specific, this trend right here. And what it says is when the road team loses game one of the Stanley Cup Finals in game two, the under has come in 10 out of 12 times. It's one ten and one to the under for the over-under. And this goes all the way back, I believe, to 2007. Senators-Ducks, I think, was the first one. Mm -hmm. And all of these series, Senators-Ducks, Penguins-Red Wings twice, uh, Flyers-Blackhawks, Bruins-Canucks. Bruins-Blackhawks, I believe, was the one that actually did go over uh, seven goals in that one. That was the 2013 Stanley Cup Finals. Sharks-Penguins, Preds-Penguins, Caps-Knights, Blues-Bruins. Islanders lightning last year, Canadians lightning. And now you get lightning avalanche to see if they can do that. And I, and I think that that's probably rightfully so because you would expect Andre Vasilevsky to be a little bit better. He was about a half goal below the goal saved expected average. And I think it was 0.52, but you look at him after a loss. We know Tampa Bay four and one after a loss. They had that long streak that got broken actually against the Rangers. Remember they were like 17 in a row or something ridiculous, but Vaz's save percentage better after that, 90.7. And you got to keep in mind, Tampa Bay in 10 of the last 12 playoff games that the Lightning have played, six or less goals have come in every single time. Three of the last six, by the way, for the Colorado Avalanche. So you really look at game one. I know, you know, you're probably saying, okay, justifiable over considering Colorado was up 3-1 after the first period. However, Tampa Bay, couple fluky goals, by the way, in that game uh, that they got because they were, I think, the expected goals per 60 minutes, they were at 2.01, and they end up with three on the tally sheet there. So they did get a couple fluky goals a little bit. If you look at the 60-minute average, Colorado, by the way, especially in the five-on-five, uh, uh, 3.8 to 2.4 average margin in regulation in that 60-minute time. So I do think Tampa Bay, what you're going to see is kind of kind of pressure that blue line and and you know pressure that neutral zone to not allow Colorado to just get free shots. And and like we were talking about with Nate, they are going to absorb some pressure. Tampa Bay is very willing to pay the price, what they call it in the NHL, and that's getting down there and blocking shots and, mm-hmm. you know, taking them in all in all areas of the body, upper body, <laughs> what do they say, upper body, lower body injury. Uh, yeah. So uh, 
they they mean uh, uh, the air, the groin area, mm-hmm. as we shall say. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, right in your thigh, right in your knee. I mean, you you God, pay the that price. Sounds so awful. No, no, that, you're <laughs> like I'm glad I didn't play hockey. Honestly, it sounds awful. You're like hell with that. Uh, I, I mean... need. I don't, I don't want to do that. Uh, I I couldn't even skate. I couldn't even stand on skates without falling down. So that's why same, I never played hockey. Same but, here. But anyway, I do think Tampa Bay, they're going to block those shots. Vaz, I would expect, is going to be better and rebound in this game. So I actually do like the under, and it's at six pretty much market-wide. Shop yeah. around a little bit and look. I, I don't know if there's going to be. has the best number there if you want the under at yeah, minus 105. Yeah, yeah, because it's over minus 115. A couple uh, faraway places I think are over minus 118. Right here at Circa Sports. Only one I see juice to the under at minus 115. And I kind of think, uh, you know, obviously Circa has a reputation for taking larger bets and, you know, welcoming sharper action. So that's not a surprise to see the initial move, at least here at Circa Sports, to the under. I think it's the right move. I know it's tough to take an under with the Colorado Avalanche because they can score with reckless abandon. They have depth. Uh, now, I do think Cogliano, if they get him back tomorrow, as Nate Lundy says, that mm-hmm. him and his sources from his network believe that he may be able to go for game two, that's obviously a help for the defense. And especially on a penalty kill. He is their best penalty killer and has been a great penalty killer for years. I remember his years in Anaheim with the Ducks. He was tremendous at doing that. So that's going to help a little bit. And I don't expect Kadri's going to be back. Maybe it'll perhaps game three or game four. It's going to be later rather than sooner. So I don't expect he's going to play tomorrow night. What did you make of Nate's play for tomorrow there? He was looking to parlay the Tampa Bay on the puck line. That's minus 200 mm-hmm. over at DraftKings. Parlaying that with the under. Do you ever play around with puck? Because last game right. one, I parlayed Tampa on the money line with the under. But the puck line, though, is adding that in there at I minus I very rarely do a same game parlay. But, you know, so this is something you could do when there's multiple series going on. But in the past, I have parlayed with the total and then taken the puck line plus one and a half. And what you're seeing right now, basically minus $2 there mm-hmm. with the Tampa Bay Lightning. A lot of people don't like to lay those puck lines straight because of obviously the big where you're laying $2 to win $1. But I think that there's value, especially you know when the total goes down. It's like you know sometimes when I take the run and a half with baseball, you could kind of bet the side through the total. It's like I'll take the run and a half if I see a seven and now all of a sudden I see it get juiced to the under, like minus 125, minus 130. You still got to handicap the individual pitching matchup and look at the batting splits and all that stuff that you usually will do for a baseball handicap. But that does give value to the underdog taking the run and a half when you're getting the total, especially bet to the under. And I think think that's at least good logic. I typically don't like to do a same-game parlay, though, with the side and the total. Yeah, right now it is minus 150 Colorado, plus 130 Tampa Bay. I'm very intrigued, though, by that McKinnon prop, though. I mean, I asked him about that plus 110. He's on that one right there. Anytime goal scorer Nathan McKinnon didn't score in game one. Um, I'm not sure where, how I feel about the side in this yeah. game. Just because I, I just, I thought Tampa Bay the first time, I was like, okay, like, I think they're going to win this you because of the You Colorado was the better team, but yeah. you have to give Tampa Bay the respect, the respect for coming back. And look, you know, they just gave up one early on after they killed that bad penalty by Pat Maroon at the end of regulation. And the layoff, I was like, okay, Tampa's going to be, or Colorado's going to be a little rusty mm-hmm. and all these things, but they look like they were ready to go and yeah. shot out of a cannon there with three goals in the first period. So I'm a little uh, confused on the on the side right now. The total, don't even ask me about that either. So maybe go play or prop here with McKinnon anytime goal score. On the other side, we turn our attention to football. The betting market thinks they might know something with Deshaun Watson. We'll break it down next. 
This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 plus only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Well, I could go for a blue moon right now. Welcome back. This is the blue nightcap. <laughs> you saw me. Also... What is it? We can also break out in songs as well um, <laughs> to quench our thirst here on the nightcap. Femi Bebfe, Wes Reynolds, hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino. Deshaun Watson, Wes, is the big story that's hovering around this NFL offseason right now. After all the quarterback movement that we saw early on in March, and the draft went, came and went in April. The last big domino that feels like it needs to fall in the NFL is what is going to happen with mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson. We don't know how long he's going to be suspended. We don't even know for sure if he's going to be suspended. We think he's going to be suspended. Right. We can make educated guesses, right. but we don't know just yet. Here's this tweet from Mark Mask. It says, from earlier, the NFL plans to argue to the sports new disciplinary officer for a, quote, significant suspension of Deshaun Watson, sources say one source on Watson's side of the case said the league, quote, probably will seek a suspension of a full season. Now, that's what we all thought, especially mm-hmm. after the New York Times report from Jenny Vrentas that came out a couple weeks ago. And right now, at Circa, the Browns' playoff odds, to it opened at minus 150 on the yes, plus 130 on the no. Currently, it's plus 180 on the yes, minus 210. On the no. Yeah, still up here at Circus Sports. I think at a couple other places. I know we had Chris Andrews on last night mm. from the South Point. He said they had to take it down because not only they don't know about Watson, but of course about Mayfield. It's kind of assumed that Mayfield probably is not going to be yeah. in Northeastern Ohio with the Cleveland Browns. So we've seen some reports come out the last couple of days. I think uh, Josina Anderson, and this isn't breaking news necessarily. She now with CBS said the Panthers are still exploring Talks are a move up. for Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield. And then Albert Breer of the NFL Network came out and said Cleveland would be willing to pay half of that salary of Baker Mayfield, basically half of that contract, if Carolina was interested in acquiring. Look, uh, Carolina, I do think, is genuinely interested in Baker Mayfield, considering mm-hmm. Sam Darnold going to be a free agent. It sounds like... You know, they're kind of ready to move on from Sam Darnold. The Browns, well, they want to the save their jobs, yeah. especially Matt Rule. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> this is the, you know, fish or cut bait time. Because, of course, David Tepper, you know, has only owned this club now a couple of years. Jerry Richardson owned it for many years. But David Tepper, look, he wants a winner. And, he you know, he made the hire of Matt Rule and made the change in terms of the free agent or the general manager and whatnot. So there's a new team there in Carolina, and it's kind of a win-right-now mode. And Sam Darnold doesn't look like maybe he's the guy to get it done there. Matt Rule, obviously one of the coaches on the hot seat in the NFL. So you got to think Baker Mayfield. I I tend to think there's smoke where there's fire there, that he may end up in Carolina. I don't want to say it's 100%, but if Cleveland is willing, it depends on how much money I think Cleveland is willing to go ahead and eat 
on this Baker Mayfield deal. Keep in mind about how much was Deshaun Watson's uh, contract? Two hundred forty million guaranteed. Yes, for a for a guy that may not play any games this year, right? yeah. zero games. So Jacoby Brissett, they brought in. He would be the backup and maybe the incumbent starter if these two are not going to be the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And look, uh, I have experience watching Jacoby Brissett from uh, my Indianapolis Colts time. Uh, fandom and being a former season ticket holder. Jacoby Brissett, I've always said about him, Femi, he's not he's not good enough to go like grab a game and win it for you, mm-hmm. but he's good enough not to lose it for you. Yeah. So, you know, I, I wonder if he is the starter. Look, obviously if that is gonna happen, you're gonna see these repriced and whatnot. Because you look at that Cleveland schedule, because we were wondering, okay, how long will Watson be suspended? If it's the first six games that looks like the easiest of those three different, you know, triumvirate there uh, on our graphic, at least in terms of the schedule. Cleveland goes to the aforementioned Carolina Panthers. You get the Jets, you get the Steelers, you go to Atlanta, you get the Chargers and the Patriots. You could be four and two, I yep. think, even even perhaps with the backup quarterback there. And then the meat of the schedule, I think, is really in the middle. You got to go to Baltimore, you get Cincinnati at home. Then you have a bye. Then you got to go to Miami and Buffalo in back-to-back weeks. And then Tampa Tom comes in in week number 12. So Cleveland, the schedule at least kind of sets up for them a little bit. And I think that division is relatively even. The Steelers might be the best defense, certainly not one of the better offenses. We'll see how money Mitch Trubisky does at quarterback for them. But you see a lot of these markets, you know, have taken Cleveland off the board in terms of win total. I think if that's accurate, DraftKings, the win total is off, but yet the division, Super Bowl odds, and conference championship odds are up. It's interesting because Jacoby Brissett, likely week one starter for the Cleveland Browns. Like you mentioned, you outlined everything with Baker Mayfield, and I thought it was perfect. I believe, like, I agree with you that I think that where there's smoke, there's fire with this Carolina thing. But if Baker Mayfield's not on the roster, and let's say Deshaun Watson, the league gets its wish and suspends him for an entire season, we now have to then talk about this Browns team with Jacoby Brissett as a starter. And I think I agree with you that the Browns can be a little bit better than people are actually giving them credit for because the roster around Jacoby Brissett is so good. That roster is ready-made to compete. They just need the quarterback. That's why they made the desperation move to go out and get Deshaun Watson to try to go out and win a Super Bowl. I think people forget Jacoby Brissett in 2019 for your Indianapolis Colts, the first seven games of the season went five and two. Mm-hmm. And then he had the knee injury where Brian Hoyer came in. And then yeah. I think Brissett kind of rushed back and was yeah. never right the rest of the way. But Jacoby Brissett, like you mentioned, is not a bad player. No, he's capable. Uh, he is a capable player. And if he just plays serviceable level quarterback, I still think that this is a very competitive team I do in too. the AFC. I do too. And they might be the most talented team in the division. I think them and Baltimore kind of neck and neck for that. But mm-hmm. Cleveland's got a ton of talent. I know... They've got some young guys, obviously no Odell Beckham there anymore, but I think that they have enough skill position players. If you really look, they're kind of young and unproven, but look, we saw Donovan Peoples Jones kind of come into his own in the latter half of the season. So I think that he could be, he's kind of their receiver of the future. I think they did bring in Amari Cooper, didn't have to give up a lot from him from Dallas. So there's a veteran presence there. Then you have David Bell. David Bell, I think is going to be, end up being a steal for the Cleveland Browns. He's a wide receiver out of Purdue from Indianapolis, Warren Central High School. Was a heck of a basketball player, by the way, just in a side note. But he's the guy that's going to kill you in the slot or kill the other teams in the slot. So you have Jakeem Grant in there from Chicago for depth. The key for Cleveland, they can run the ball, 
can the offensive line be healthy? That was, I think, the main reason, not just necessarily the play of Baker Mayfield. Because, mm-hmm. look, they should have beaten Green Bay yep. really late in the season. I, I remember I and took if the they points beat, with them. I did, too. And, and I Thankfully thought that they were going to get out right. Absolutely. <laughs> but, look, if they win that game, they might make the playoffs. And, and you know, you had all kind of different fluky things last year. You not only had injuries, you had COVID concerns, yeah. certain teams that hit them harder. Cleveland, I think, was one of those teams. But... This is a team that's very well coached. I think Kevin Stefanski is a really yeah. good young coach. Alex Van Pelt, very good offensive coordinator. So this is a team that does have a lot of talent. Of course, you have big playmakers on defense with Garrett, with uh, JOK, Owusu Karamoa, the second-year man out of Notre Dame. I don't know how much Clowney has left in the tank, but they did sign him. And you have Ward, and you have Delpit, Greedy Williams. That's a pretty good secondary. So there's a lot of talent on this Browns roster, and that's why – I want to see what this is going to be when this gets reprised because obviously yes. it's going to take a dive. You know, even with Jacoby Brissett being capable, it's going to be lower certainly than it would be with Watson or maybe even Mayfield. So when I get that season win total, I will buy on the over with the Cleveland Browns, even though I like Baltimore to win the division. And that's the question I wanted to ask you is what is the price? What is their yes price going to be to make the playoffs? If Watson gets suspended for the full season, I mean, we're probably going to be maybe three to one mm-hmm. on Cleveland to make mm-hmm. the playoffs at that point. And at that number, I think I'm intrigued and I might make a bet on Cleveland to make the playoffs right. just because I look at the divisions and the AFC is a gauntlet. It is by far the superior conference to the NFC. But when you look at the AFC East, you have the Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, the Jets. Some people are bullish on them. But starting with those three, Bills, Dolphins, Pats, one of those teams likely to disappoint. Same with the AFC West. From the Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, all four of those teams, people are bullish on them for a number of different reasons. One of those teams for sure, if not two of those teams, likely to disappoint just because of the teams that they have to play and the schedule. Now, the South is a whole different other story. But the North, West, and the East, it has a chance. Like I, I don't think you can rule out a juggernaut disappointing and a team that's maybe seen as a secondary contender possibly winning a division or sneaking into the playoffs because we got to remember it's seven spots in the playoffs Mm -hmm. and in a tough conference, I think nine and eight might be able to get you in because teams might beat up on each other. This is so wide open. I mean, you have the clear favorites, Buffalo and Kansas city and the chargers, but look, there's there's 12 teams that can realistically, I think, make the playoffs. I mean, yeah. you can't, everybody about ten, about every, 10 that can make the Super every, Bowl. Everybody in the West, I think everybody <laughs> in the North, only two in the South, and maybe two to three. You still can't discount the Patriots. So yeah. 12 to 13 teams can be playoff teams in the AFC. I'm telling you, if they suspend Watson for the whole season, I'm going to wait. And if mm-hmm. we get a big plus money price, bet Cleveland to make the playoffs. On the other side, we'll continue the football discussion and also a little bit of NBA as well with the MVP markets up here on the Nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back. This is the Nightcap coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We'll have Cody Decker uh, coming up in the next segment here to talk a little MLB. But I wanted to continue with the NFL discussion here. And the AFC make or miss the playoff odds, I think, are fascinating. Because like we outlined in the last segment, this is a difficult conference. Mm -hmm. And there are going to be some good teams who disappoint and don't make the playoffs. And there are going to be some teams that you might be overlooking a little bit that might be able to get into the field of seven with the wild card round right now. So right now you look at the the clear favorite to make the playoffs is the Buffalo Bills at minus 505 there, which I mean, I would never lay that price, but Kansas City Chiefs minus 240. Any of these teams jump out to you? You mentioned New England as a team that you think that maybe they regressed a little bit from last year, making the playoffs in the rookie year with Mac Jones, but now year two mm-hmm. under Mac Jones, maybe he can make that leap there. Which of those teams to make the playoffs really intrigues you? The most? Yeah, and and I wouldn't say New England. I think they certainly have a chance, but obviously mm-hmm. we mentioned the Browns there in the last segment. Uh, and just kind of looking down the strength of schedule, you know, who really has the toughest schedule and who has the easiest schedule. I think obviously the Colts have a very easy one, and I still think that they're better than the Tennessee Titans. Now, 180 is a little bit big. I would want to lay a little bit less because I still think that's a two-team division, even though I think Houston and Jacksonville will both show incremental improvements. Maybe Jacksonville right away with Doug Peterson there. I think a much better coach, obviously, and a Super Bowl-winning coach, and obviously can help Trevor Lawrence out and help his development. But you look at some of the easy schedules. We mentioned Cleveland. I know uh, Warren Sharp, looking at how he ranked the schedules, he ranked Cleveland the eighth easiest schedule because – a lot of it, there's a lot of NFC teams that are ranked as 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 the uh, the easiest schedule, and a lot of the <laughs> AFC teams are obviously down toward the bottom in terms of hardest schedule. So, if you're looking for a team, and I don't know if I'm going to bet that, I would want maybe a little bit more in 205. But Kansas City Chiefs, I don't know if they're necessarily a gimme to make the playoffs, mm. Femi. I, I I think you know they certainly should be favored to do so, and obviously you still have Patrick Mahomes, so you're you're going to have a chance as long as you have that guy. And as long as you have Andy Reid as the head coach, but this is a team that I don't really think 
you know, you look at their roster just in a macro sense. I don't know how much they upgraded that roster. I mean, it's kind of like the same team, but it's like you had a bunch of teams around you get better. Everybody in your division, yeah. I think, got better, including especially the Chargers, the Denver Broncos, Broncos got better. I think the Raiders got better. It's going to take some time to get used to, you know, not an entire new receiving core for Patrick Mahomes, but certainly Valdez Scantling is new. Juju Smith-Schuster is new. Of course, the Cheetah is now down in Miami. Will McCole Hardman, you know, be able to step up kind of as a primary receiver instead of kind of like a gadget player, gimmick guy, you know, that they run a little bit on sweeps and whatnot. So Kansas City, I just, I mean, I have a little bit of question on the offensive line, uh, defensive line. I think that'll actually be better. I think Karloftis is going to end up being a good pick for them in the first round on the other side of Frank Clark. But we know Kansas City's defense, uh, they've been had in the past. I mean, they're, they're, they're the essence of bend but don't break. Mm-hmm. They'll give up a ton of yardage. So this team's going to find themselves in shootouts. And that's exciting for betters and exciting for fans, but not excessively exciting for players and coaches. And, you know, you could just see when you get those shootouts, they could be coin flips like that Buffalo game in the divisional playoff round. That was a coin flip. Buffalo could have easily won that game. It ended up being Kansas City that ended up triumphing and going to the AFC championship game. But I just, you know, I don't think Kansas City is necessarily a slam dunk. It's just they're always there because they have Mahomes. Yeah. And Mahomes can, you know, can put up great numbers and maybe he's going to regress a little bit to the positive this year, because remember two years ago, all those balls that should have been intercepted by the defenders seemed to get dropped. And last year they seemed to get caught and everybody was kind of playing Kansas city the same way with those two high safeties and whatnot, except for the Raiders. And then that's why Kansas city (laughs) scored like uh, about 10,000 points in two matchups. I may be off by, you know, a, 10 points or so, Yep. but it seemed Just like, it, yes. Yeah. It seemed like about 10,000 points uh, with what the Raiders uh, ran against Kansas city. But yeah, I don't think this is a gimme. And I think you've also got to look uh, do we have Kansas city schedule? Okay. There it is. Uh, going to Arizona. I know Arizona has got some tumult right now and a little sideways of Kyler Murray, but still not an easy opener. Then you got the chargers on a short week on that Thursday night game. Then you go to Indianapolis, you go to Tampa Bay, get a divisional game at the Raiders. And then, you know, what's one of the games of the year, at least in the regular season, you get Buffalo coming in at San Francisco by week and then Tennessee at home. I mean, those are all, not all of those teams made the playoffs, but those were all at least playoff teams or playoff contenders. Obviously the Colts did not make it and they faded down in Jacksonville as two touchdown favorites. We won't talk about that, but that's a lot early on, I think for Kansas city. So you look through those uh, first nine weeks, they could be four and five. Oh, easily. They could even be three and six. I mean, I was going to say, I was like, I, yeah. two, two and four is very realistic for the first six games of the season. Yeah. And then you go, uh, you know, week seven and week eight. They could be like three and five there. Like, could they, they could lose both those road games at Indianapolis and Tampa Bay. They could lose to Buffalo in the quote unquote revenge spot from, uh, from last year in that divisional playoff round. Then you get the Titans now. You get the Jaguars after Tennessee, but then you got to go to the Chargers. Then you got the Rams coming in. Then you got to go to Cincinnati, who beat you in the beat you twice actually yep. last year. Then the Denver, and then you know Titan, Texans, and Seahawks. You know, two relatively easy wins. Then two divisional games. There's not a lot of games on that Kansas City schedule. Where you're just like win, win, or put a check mark, check mark, X mark, check mark. But there might be a few more X marks than check marks there. So I don't think Kansas City at all a given to make the playoffs. I like that you brought up Kansas City because I think as betters and for the folks who are just starting out in the sports betting 
venture and the, the, the adventure that we're in in sports betting, I think that keeping an open mind for all these results is really what you want to do, especially in a parody-driven sport like the NFL. First goes to worst, worst oftentimes mm-hmm. goes to first. That's how the NFL, and that's why it's so popular. And Kansas City is a team that I think a lot of folks would just pencil them into the playoffs. But yeah. like, as you outlined, not so fast. Like You can't do that. The team yeah. that I would kind of take a stab at to make the playoffs would be the Jacksonville Jaguars at nearly 5-1 to one to make the playoffs just because the division is soft. And I'm also right. playing against the Urban Meyer factor. Like mm-hmm. this, How bad was it? As bad as the reports are, it was probably worse. And the fact that he is removed and that they've now put an adult in the room and Doug Peterson, he's a Super Bowl winning head coach, maybe this Doug Peterson-led Jacksonville Jaguars team can unlock Trevor Lawrence, who prior to the draft was seen as a generational prospect. If Lawrence can live up to that hype or even just come close to it a little bit, this Jaguars team can make that sort of quantum leap in yeah. the division that is is not the it's the easiest one of the divisions in the conference. At I, least. I think that they're going to be better now. They've got some guys that they paid a lot of money for and yes. probably overpaid. I guess you're always overpaying is a relative term, but. You know, you add Zay Jones, you add Christian Kirk. I think, what was it, four years, $72 million. And really, Christian Kirk was like the first wide receiver free agent out there. It wasn't certainly the biggest in terms of the money or the He was interest, the most important because he made a lot of people money. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he was kind of the Pied Piper, if you will, in the free agent wide receiver market and especially and also in the trade market. So you have LaVisca Chenault, who they did draft out of Colorado. I think they're still trying to give a try to – the offensive line, Brandon Scherf comes in. They did franchise Cam Robinson. You would think that that's going to be better. I got to think Trevor Lawrence is going to improve. And He's got to be better. And I got to also think that, uh, you know, James Robinson and Travis Etienne are going to get the bulk of the carries and the bulk of the catches. Uh, we know Urban was kind of, you know, married to his old Ohio State guy, Carlos Hyde. And it's like, you've got two running backs on this roster that are better <laughs> than Carlos Hyde at this stage of his career. I think Doug Peterson's absolutely going to recognize that. Uh, you know, still some he's a young talent, still some talent there on the defense, especially with uh, Allen, if he can yeah. really kind of make that next step when he was a first-round pick out of Kentucky a few years ago. But I do think Jacksonville is going to be better, but I think it might take a year, you know, for them right. to, you know, get into where they're 9-8 and eight or 10-7. Or and seven. Certainly the schedule, there's, there's some coin flip games there. Like, I think the game in D.C. against the Commanders is a coin flip. The game, obviously, against the Giants, that's a winnable game. Uh, I think they'll win at least a couple games in the division. The game against the Jets is a winnable game. So I look at that schedule, and I probably say right on the win total, 6-11, and 11, maybe perhaps 7-10. and 10. I, I almost look at it as to where I don't know if I'd even want to play the win total because I think if Lawrence gets better, that could unlock this entire offense, which might unlock the team to where maybe – betting a price like to make the playoffs or maybe even to win the division as a dark horse right. might be the way to go because if it is that much better than what was last year and the whole mess with Urban Meyer maybe it can actually be really good here just because we don't know how bad things were under the previous regime that's why Jacksonville's a team that I think I'm keeping my mind open on that maybe they're much better than the market is actually giving credit to just because the situation was a disaster in 2021. On the other side Cody Decker of Odyssey Sports will join us to talk a little Major League baseball to start hour number three. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.